foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. And Janie, we've been talking about psychology over the past couple of weeks, and I didn't realize how far back psychology went. So, Well, Sharon, a modern psychology began in around the 1850s. But we know from reading the scriptures that there was wrong psychology and vain philosophies back in the church. Oh, okay. The church in Revelations mm-hmm. 2 and 3 were really fighting the same battles we are fighting today. Different trends, different words, mm-hmm. because I don't think probably the church at Ephesus understood the woke theory. Right. Uh, they probably didn't know what was political correctness, but they knew that if they spoke the wrong word, they could sure get themselves into trouble. Right. And now we have critical race theory and censorship and equality. And all of those names are of the current trend of what psychology has told us we need to believe if we want to have a, an effectual society and culture. which is totally a big fat lie from everything the Word of God says. When God said in Ecclesiastes 3.11 that He has set eternity in every man's heart and woman, Mm -hmm. but because we don't like God's way of thinking, psychology is the perfect substitute because it just puts man into God's role. And so we believe we've got it all together and we can avoid what God wants for our lives. Man can serve as a substitute. And when you look at history, which we are trying to get rid of, Oh, right. Uh huh. We find that history has told us that we were willing to worship a man in the church as an authority and that he was the intercessor between man and God, which is totally contradictory when the scriptures say that Jesus Christ says he's the only mediator between man and God. Right. So we have been fighting psychology for really thousands of years. It's just now we have a new brand that is so extreme that it's waking us up. I see. Okay, and then why do we choose to go along with the modern trends? Well, uh, we don't understand it and we don't want to understand it, so we're going to ignore it. Does the church not realize that they are the only entity that holds light for the culture that we're living in? Or do we just say, no, it's too much to comprehend, it's too much to change, and by the way, I've got my own thing, and I'm just going to let it go wherever it goes, because, you know, God's in control, He'll work it out. Or we don't have the tools of knowing the Scriptures to know how to fight. We just know they're wrong, but we don't know how to stand and fight. So we're Mm going to let somebody else do the fighting, and we'll send up a prayer or two, but somebody else has got to do the job. Or we just can't understand the depth of depravity. Well, now, Janie, it's really a lot like not understanding or knowing the wiles of the enemy. If we don't know the enemy is attacking, then 
we're just going to let them come on in and have their heyday. Well, that's a very excellent statement that you said. We're to understand and know the wiles of the enemy, but we're not to spend all our time focusing on those because when we do, we take our eyes off of Jesus Christ and make us vulnerable to dwelling on what the enemy has gained. Right. And then we really become weak in knowing how to be soldiers of the cross, which we've been told to be. Right. Whereas if we were centering on fortifying ourselves with the word of God, then the current proponents of psychology would not hold its grasp on us the way it does. Right. So we have some other founders as well that are part of the psychology thinking that we we really need to expose as part of the wiles of the enemy. And we have no idea because it comes across as sounding so good that we are choosing to buy into the lies of psychology. You know, I don't know how long it's going to take us to go through these things, well, uh, Sharon, but I feel like we need to lay enough of a mm-hmm. foundation because a lot of people will say, ladies, I've never heard this before. Well, yeah. Janie, I've never heard this before. Well, (laughs) let me tell you about another one of our 1850s. Now, this guy lived a little bit later. He wasn't born until 1902, and 1987 was when he died. Okay. And his name is Carl Rogers. Carl Rogers says, man is essentially good and has all the necessary resources for solving his problems and producing fulfillment and happiness. So the, I, I am the creator of my own happiness. Yes, and, and, and we use drugs to get us there. Oh, okay. Well. So Rogers promoted feeling being an authority. Now, in the times when I was raised, your feeling could get you a switch, a paddle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and your sassy remarks did a whole lot more than just set you in a chair in a corner. Mm-hmm. There was a punishment, but now we call that not a punishment, not a correction. We call it abuse. Yeah. And you can go to jail if you do the things that kept somebody from going to jail right. 50, 60 years ago, right. now if you do the same things, that can put you into jail. Right. Do you see the upside-down world mm-hmm. that we are living in? Yeah, and we're going to use drugs to make us happy, and now we're fighting a drug epidemic. And I don't have the stats today, but from what I remember is that once you got off of the influence of being on marijuana, uh, that it took your brain over two years to reestablish health these cells mm. okay yeah and you just don't drop marijuana overnight and say oh i don't need that anymore i mm-hmm. think i'll take up tic tacs in place <laughs> right. okay right so the mind is the battleground sharon mm-hmm. but the heart medically and physically controls the mind but we have been taught that the mind is the ultimate And we can quote Romans 12, renew the mind, Mm -hmm. okay? And that is true, but there's something that's deeper than the mind, and it is the heart that is your whole being. So we have taken the scripture in truth, 
and we've laid one truth by another truth, and then we've not brought them into balance. Because they look like they contradict each other. And they don't. They support each other. Right. But if you're not a... So we get confused. And then we get deceived. Uh Uh-huh. And then when we don't obey... As it tells us in Hebrews 3 and 4. So in Hebrews 3, he's really talking to the Hebrew people about the Israelites. And he says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Few verses on down, he says, you have the word of God so that you can be a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Mm -hmm. Now, if you were really just looking at this, at what the words say, you would think it had said, be a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the mind. Right. But it doesn't. It says the heart. Mm -hmm. And it says this three or four times in Hebrews 3, and then it reiterates it in Hebrews 4. So what happens when we don't hearken to what we've heard? We wound our conscience. And a wounded conscience cannot hear the truth. And the Holy Spirit works through the conscience okay, and keeping our hearts ready to hear what the Spirit says. So when you don't hearken, you harden your hearts by dulling your conscience. Okay. All right. So one other person I just want to bring out today is B.F. Skinner, and he was born in 1904, and he didn't die until 1990. Oh, wow. So he's very recent. And he says, man is an animal, just a higher level over some of the other animals. And he has no solar spirit. So there's really not much that we need to do about God or any of that stuff. We just need to train man how to be higher than an ape. Oh, wow. Okay. And this is... that explains a lot. It does. It does. And yet, let's go positively back to the Word of God as we get ready to wrap this up today. And the Word of God says, Then the Lord God formed man out of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul, not a higher level on the animal chain. Right. So can you see how it started in our universities? It was encompassed in the health end to where the Mm -hmm. same battles were going on in our society, in our world, on how our thinking has been warped, and now we live in deception. But Sharon, if we really want to know the truth, we ask the Lord to show us where we are blind, and He will. And in Psalms 119, it says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. So the enemy has been trying to eliminate God ever since the fall through many means. But here in our current time that we're living in, he is using the vain philosophies through psychology to cause us to accept what will take us to hell if we don't have the wisdom of God. And Proverbs 1, 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Oh, that's really good, Janie. I'm going to close us out today by reading Ephesians 4, verse 17 and 18. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you hereafter walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God 
through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.